2: Com, listeners, you're listening to the Wednesday edition of a Live Lunch. I'm your host, Jesse Zwag, and this, my friends, this is the Z-Report Live, and what a show we have for you today. As I say, a truly amazing show. The world premiere of a brand new single from Barrio Chakshore that he's been working on with Eli Laufer, entitled Shech A uh, new song from Shlomi Shabbat, Yesh Lech. A single the up-and-coming Echiel Lichtiger called Yitzgrim from Eretz Yisrael and a brand new poppin' Svarnik single from Mendy Drufi that he uh, made from a piyut that was known by the Abu Chatzera family. All that and more plus brand new music off the Moshe Skyr Band's new second album. And in hour number two Yossi Green will be phoning in and talking to us about some of his upcoming projects and uh well, I'll get to talk to him about uh, Monday night when me and him are in the studio. Uh, lots, lots more going on. We have all of your concert information and more. This is the Nachum Siegel Network. We are broadcasting from the Nachum Siegel Network Flatbush Studios here in the heart of Flatbush or Marine Park. We're here with Shmuley and ZK. I think somebody else is here somewhere, too. We'll see if she's around later, right? Shmuley, say hi. Okay, that's better than nothing. Nahum is in the the sunny state of Florida right now with Miriam L. Wallach. We hope they are enjoying themselves as they're listening on their iPhone apps. Uh, I wanted to wish uh, a happy birthday to Yidel Werdiger. It was his birthday yesterday. And a uh, Mazel Tov to the Rubenson and Williger's family as they made a brist this morning. Did you know that? It was not solar building, but... Uh, to get up that early and go from Boat Park to Flatbush and whatnot. Besides, I told you I was diving at the Shiva House, ZK. So. we got an amazing show for you. We're kicking it off with Choni Goldman, last year's Jewish star winner. His debut single, Nizbiyah, composed by Ellie Gerstner and produced by Ellie Gerstner, featuring some all-original lyrics by Choni himself and some brass by Danny Flam. Here is Nizbiyah by Choni Goldman, and you are listening to the Nachum Siegel Network which airs on NachumSiegel.com and jamintheam.org.
3: אחרי אחד שבא לפני שמאי. ואמר לו גיירני בתנאי שתלמדני את כל התורה כשאני עומד על רגל אחת
4: דחפו שמי באמת הבניין שבידו בא אותו נורחי לפני הלל גירו הלל ואמרו כל מה ששנו עליך אל
3: תעשה לחברך זוהי התורה כולה ושאר התורה היא פירושו שזה הדבר כל מה ששנו על (קורא) כל (קורא) מה שסנוע לך אל תעשה לחברך sin le Don't do it to Kol ba sanu alcha, arta asir That they gave us without asking to share with us. Ta da! Da da! C'est I'm
2: That was Yosef Carduner with coma off his latest album Dibir shoot available from Sameh Music. Uh, Dave's updates I see is tuned in, so Dave, let us know uh, if that album's selling well in your store. It happens to be a very underrated album. Thing is, because Cardooner doesn't really do any advertisement in in America, you know, he doesn't really uh, people are not familiar with whether his stuff is released or not. But uh, when we play it, you know, you'll know that it's a great song. And he even has uh, Shlomo Katz do a duet with him on this album. And he has a song from Ravihilopale, which is something that he's never done before. You know, he's always uh, pretty much played his own stuff. So that's definitely something you should check out. Just last night, the uh, people from behind Soul to Soul, the Soul to Soul concert, uh, released a video of a new series that they're doing uh, entitled, um, trying to see where it is. It's entitled Face to Face. And this is the first video in a series called Face to Face with MBD and 8th Day. It's a very cool video. They're discussing the concert, why it's going to be different, why it's going to be better, why it's something very unique. You should check it out. It's available on jewishinsights.com. Tickets are available on jewishtickets.com. This is going to be a great concert. Soul to Soul is a great concert. I mean, I've been going for, for years. I've been going since they had album uh, Freed Alone uh, mbd alone then they had one year lipa it was called lipa Lobavich was an amazing show and then uh, they've been changing it up recently but uh eight day and mbd the first time with Freilach. definitely a great show i implore you to check it out next up barrio hakshore recently released a brand new single he says, you know how sometimes long-lost songs from several years, they come back and all of a sudden they're like the biggest hits of today? I mean, uh, people say it worked like that with Marek um, Koyen and a bunch of other songs. Right, ZK? Uh That's what happened with Kalbach's song, Hashivenu and Imtachne by Uh You know, the tracks have one thing in common. They're songs that they last for a while and they're not easily forgotten. So, Baru Chakshur, who has released several hit songs, um, is releasing the first track from the second album. Uh, it's going to be called Barrio 2. Song is entitled Shakiano, which uh, we're hoping that when you hear it here and you'll be familiar with it by the time the album comes out will be one of your favorite songs and we played at weddings left and right. Barrio chose Ellie Laufer to work on these last songs. Uh, who, Eli was, of course worked with MBD's Maminim um, album. Uh, songs like Im And uh, we got the world premiere from uh, there. Ah, ZK, this material, I got to fix it. We got the world premiere for you right here, right now on the z Barrio Chakshore, brand new on a world premiere on the Nachum Siegel Network, which airs on nachumsegel.com.
4: Ya, sedique yo abuelo vejineko, me gick masda
3: nik masda
4: Ischere, sì. ischere,
3: ischere, non è che è in un'epoca ischere, ischere, il ciazzatico e io lo, il tuo, il tuo, il 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 il
2: All the way from Eretz Yisrael with his new single, Yisgrim. He's hard at work also with Ellie Laufer. What can I say? It looks like Ellie Laufer has had a busy winter. As a matter of fact, I hopped a good schmooze with Moshe Laufer uh, last week after the Haas concert. It was last week's E.K. Has concert or what? Yeah, it was last Sunday, right. Feels like it was a long time ago. I can tell you what, I'm definitely looking forward to the Soul to Soul concert. And I've already started hearing little rumblings and rumors about uh, Pesach concerts and whatnot. So I am definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Um, Yesterday I had the privilege of spending some time with Shlemmy Kaufman. And he gave me a little preview to the Yonatan Schlagbaum single, which should be released shortly. And it is killer. It is killer. I can't wait to play it. I am so excited. Um, I got an email from Adaret uh, with a brand new product, which I know my kids love, but I kind of it grates on me a little bit, I'll be honest. Mora Music, Volume 5, with a birthday surprise. I know my kids go nuts for these albums, so the new Mora Music album is out. If your kids love it, then go out and get it. Young Israel Synagogue of Manhattan presents their 34th annual concert starring Lipa with Michal Prusansky. Let's shop Shabbos, February 2nd, 8.30 p.m. Seawood Park High School. That's 350 Grand Street. It's not too far from our studios in Manhattan. Tickets are $36, uh, $60 for a sponsor, $75 for a friend, $90 for, for a supporter, $100 for a patron, and 125 for a benefactor. But I'm assuming most people listening to this program are going for the $36 seats. Um, To order tickets and for more information, please call 212-732-0966. That's the day number. The evening number is 212-460-9450. And tickets can be ordered through email by emailing YIM225 at AOL.com. But I do believe tickets are available as well on JewishTickets.com. Ellie Grister informs me that the Hevra Volume 4 will be out just in time for Purim, so that is definitely something that I know everybody is looking forward to. Let's move on with the program. It is Shabbos Shira here. Well, it's Shabbos Shira everywhere. That's the truth. And when it comes to Shabbos Shira, there are certain songs you have to play, like Uz Yashir. There's at least four or five Uz Yashirs that I know of. Um, Ari Kunzler has a great Uz Yashir, but he also has a great which we're going to play later in the show. I don't want to play too many songs from one artist. So here is my Uz Yashir mashup set. It is two choirs. So I hope it isn't great on some You know, the older, however they say that the high-pitched voice is great on them a little bit. But here, I could not go through a week of Shira without playing this. First is Uz Yashir from Colnor Boys Choir, and then is Uz Yashir from the Shira Chadasha Boys Choir. You are listening to Nachum Siegel Network. This is the Z-Report, which airs on nakamsiegel.com and jamintheam.org. Ashir from the Shira Khadasha Boys Choir, off their most recent release, Al Hatayra. Great, great songs. ZK, we were just talking about the Miami uh, song. Was it Ashira uh, Ashir Hashem? ZK? Yeah. What was the Miami song you played yesterday? Which one? What was the Miami song you played yesterday? Uh, I think it was called Ashira. Ashira, right. See, Shalshalis also has a Shira Hashem, but I don't think it's from um, Az Yasher. That goes, Ashrayam Sheikh Right. Unleash your potential, learn the secrets for how to get the most out of life. Refreshments will be served a concert with Yisrael Juskowitz and Hillel Kapnick. That'll take place Sunday, to February 10th at 7 p.m. The congregation Atarat Eliyahu. Rabbi Taitzah Shul, it's in Queens, I believe. 144 uh, 49 72nd Drive, Flushing, New York. $18 at the door. And it seems to be an interesting evening. Definitely something I would check out. And if you know what I mean. Next up, Mandy Drufey released a brand new single off his upcoming album. This album has been coming for a while already. Um, The title of the post on Jewish Insights is. Aufa Eshkonah, like you've never heard it before, by Manny Drufi. Hasidic singer Manny Drufi has and continues to appear and perform at many of the uh, simchas over the years for the Abu Ab- 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 Hatsera family. Over the years, he noticed that the family and the rockin community in general in this neighborhood really enjoyed a certain period The period is entitled Aufa Eshkonah and was written in honor of the Babis Sali, Rabbi Abu Abuchatzer, back in the day. Mendy took this piyut and made it into a mix of Moroccan folk song with contemporary modern music. The special arrangements for the songs were created by the talented Ami Kohn, who, between me and you, a little music tidbit, Ami Kohn just, uh, just finished arranging a brand new Yossi Green song for MBD, and it sounds amazing so Ami Cohen took the song and infused it with brilliant sounds belonging to Yehuda Tamir and here we go Aufa Eshkona Mendi Drufi on the one and only Nahum Siegel
3: וזורים גם
5: Yeah
2: If you lost you with Kohl's As a matter of fact, I, I got to speaking to Mendy Wurzberger just uh, the other night. And uh, he actually informed me that he's working on new stuff. Um, he is uh, working on a video. And he's working on a brand new single. So... Give it a couple, give it, I would say, give it two three months, but there's definitely some good news coming our way, and more great stuff from Andy Wurzberger, who tells me that his, uh, his album sold really well. Baruch Hashem, so definitely that's, that's definitely a great, a great thing that's going on. Eighth Day returns to Chicago. Our Raven Productions presents Eighth Day returns to Chicago, also starring David Stein, Sunday, March 3rd, Evanston Township High School. 1600 Dodge Avenue, Evanston, Illinois. Doors open 4.30 p.m. Ticket prices are $25.36.54 and VIP. To order tickets by email, please email 8 Chicago, the number 8-T-H-D-A-Y-C-H-I-C-A-G-O at gmail.com or you can call 773-413-0805 or visit jewishtickets.com. Of course, once and again, that's JewishTickets.com. Next up, it's a song that's been featured on a couple of video clips already. It's Shoimi Daskal off of the Siyum Haulami CD released by Dershu. Here is Kiyesh, an amazing song, and you are listening to the Z Report on NachemSiegel.com.
3: צצים על הקולה שבערון כמו כוכבים אני יכול להגיד לך היום <עוד> יש לך עיניים שראות את הכל מהכל וחיוך מתוק שלא מסתים. יש לך שפתיים שיודעות לאהוב מקרוב בצלצול שרוק אני מכיר מתעורר על תוך הבוקר בחלום כשאת הולכת לצידי איך אני יכול להגיד לך שלום את הישנות על המדף, את האמת כל היום. יש 你总是
2: Shlomi Shabbat with Yesh Lach, the single he released a little while ago. Great, great song. People are really loving Shlomi, I gotta tell you. Uh, especially after his uh, concert with Shlomi. I mean, he's, he's hitting a whole other crowd that he's never hit before, as they say. Well, some of you uh, might have wondered that uh, there are some songs in Avremel's recent release, Keep Climbing. There are two or three in particular that were previously released. Some people are familiar with them, some people won't. We're going to get Yossi Green on the phone in just a matter of minutes. So while I get him on the phone, I'm playing you the original Hema. You know, album Freeds, Hema, 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 Hema. That song was originally recorded and released by Srilly Ginsberg on his second album, Ozzy Voka. So here's what the original sounded like, just to give you a little bit of information. And while we do that, we're going to get Yossi Green on the phone so he can take your questions. So without further ado, Hema, Ginsburg, Ginsberg, Siegel.com.
6: I'm Mohammed, Mohammed, Cody, the police. I'm Mohammed, Mohammed, Cody, even the police. But I'm Nick, I'm the
2: Ozzy Vodka off of Ozzy that is the original Hamo that was featured on Alvin Fried's album with us via telephone should be the one and only Yossi Green you there Yossi? Oh, totally <laughs> the
7: one and only is what got me confused go on
2: what should I say the the
7: uh... How you sir, s- have you ever met, met anybody ever that wasn't the one and only you know, you know I'm always telling my kids you know God does not make doubles of anything
2: so then if you're not the one and only, you're, you're, you're just Yossi Green, the plain guy who yeah, composes the songs? Yeah, yeah, I'm the
7: one, the one, the, 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 the Yossi Green that got put down in the world, <laughs> just like you're the Yossi's wife. I challenge you to find another Yossi's wife in the world.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, actually, uh, <laughs> I have four I've been, cousins. I've been
7: looking, I've been looking, i never found one. I,
2: I have four cousins with the same three names. We're all No, 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 but it's not the same. <laughs> okay, Yossi, you ready to roll? Because we got some really cool questions for you here. Bring it on. First question. Why does Yossi Green only wear black shirts when he performs? <laughs> That's
7: very very easy. It's very easy because I used to be a lot heavier than I am and I realized an amazing thing about the quality of the black color is it absorbs light. So you you uh, you don't reflect back such a large uh, such a large surface.
2: That's a great... And,
7: and that's, uh, since I began already, and that's wrong, so even when I lost the weight now, I'm starting to wear a little more colored shirts now, because I don't, I don't have that much to hide anymore. So, uh, but uh, you should see a lessening of black as time moves on. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, very good. Um, here's from uh, J.M. Hawk on Twitter. He says, uh, how does Yossi feel about the talents and quality of today's compositions? Have they evolved, or have they regressed?
7: Okay, ready for this one? This is a very, very good question. Okay. And it's a, uh, it's what they call a, a, a ball. it's a softball pitch. Mm-hmm. I could really hit this one out of the park if I want. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me tell you the way it works, okay. When, when, when when we started, first of all, we, we are all influenced by the environment. Everybody who writes music, anybody who's doing anything culturally, anything artistic is, 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 um, is, is influenced by the environment. Nobody is writing or creating in a vacuum, okay? La'avdul, la la'avdul, the Jewish is the only one who created yesh something from nothing. We create, always we create something from something, which means there has to have been a something there before, which means that that something is environmental, and we will always create from there. That's number one. Number two, having said that, the music that I come from, the generation that I come from, was a very classical generation. It was a people listened to all kinds of music. There was beautiful. Uh, the, the classics were romantic, and 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 so naturally we wrote things with an expectation that the listener was going to expect something beautiful with rich chord progressions and so on and so forth. Uh-huh. As the years went by music became more and more simpler. It began to to be concentrated more on on rhythm, and on on rhythm rhythm elements, and and repetition, and and pads, and loops, and I I don't know if if I'm clear enough, I don't want to go into all of those things, but basically, a lot of the writing has now gone, is influenced by that stuff. So, Mm -hmm. the, the composers of today are great. They're great for their own, for their, for the environment that they came from, okay? They do, there is lacking some of the old classical. Um, and another, another interesting thing is the word classical, people don't understand. The word classic means something that's made to last, as opposed to, like, you have classical furniture. is designed that you shouldn't have to buy a new couch every, every five years. Right. The furniture of today is made to be replaced. It's cheaper. You can have more choices. You can decide that you want to have a blue living room, and then three, four years later, you want to have a green living room. So everything is, is more disposable, and so are the songs, and so, are, so is the music.
2: Well, that's, I think that's a, that's a fair statement. You know, the people who grew up on it uh, knew the older things that were made to last longer. I agree. Uh, I,
7: I do pride myself, though, on appreciating good music in all genres. Right. And I think that that's what a good listener has to do. You uh, got a good...
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dave's updates on Twitter wants to know if you have any advice for aspiring composers.
7: Yes, to understand that Jewish music is there for a purpose of helping a Jew be a better Jew. Mm-hmm. It has no. It has no other. It has no. There is no other reason for it. None. Zero. There's no. is the writer. Grand is the singer of course we all want to make a living from it we all want to, want to improve our, our bottom line as a result of it and so on but ultimately jewish music is to be looked at as something to further the experience the jewish experience of another jewish person if music has any other goal besides that it will not be successful the composition will not be successful if the composer cannot show the the cheshbon, the idea that he has, but well, he, he may not always, may not always work. But at least he has to have an intent. The intent has to be there to help a Jewish person have a better Jewish experience. Mm-hmm. Which means the lyric has to have some meaning to the to the composer. If you have a great melody, you just trying to borrow to dump on David Amelik film, because you need you need a vehicle to get your, your fancy melody out. The melody is not going anywhere. Not with my people, not with my Jewish people, not with my people that have Jewish insurance. Right. We're not very sensitive to, to. We want to know. Like, we love a good song. We love. We love a beautiful melody. We love beautiful music. But we want to know inside what's he going to do for my Jew, my Judaism? Does it make me feel better? Is it going to make me feel closer? Mm-hmm. If not, not interested.
2: Hundred uh, percent. The same guy, Dave's updates, asks. He he wants to know if you do anything specific. For inspiration, and he wants to know how enough of them came about, if there was a story when you composed another novum.
7: Uh, I'm sorry, I need you to really say that. You're not speaking clearly. Or you're, it got, it got, the, it no got lower for some strange reason.
2: I don't hear no, exactly. No problem, Yossi. Dave's Updates wants to know if there's anything specific you do for inspiration when writing, and he wants to know how enough them came about, if they, if there was a story behind the writing and inspiration behind the of them.
7: Okay, so the answer is like this. The only... Thing that inspires me for the last, at least for the last 25 years, the only thing that inspires me at this point in my life is a source that I come across. Either I doubt and all of a sudden, a light a light uh, turns on, and I understand something that I've been saying for years without understanding the meaning, and suddenly has meaning. Or I come across. A, a, a beautiful Jewish idea, or it's always, my inspiration is always something that comes from, it's triggered by a beautiful source, and then I want to use music as a vehicle to move the source to other Jews in the world. Mm-hmm. That's the idea, always. Nothing. I don't get inspired by profit, by sadness. I don't get inspired by happiness. I don't get inspired by any emotional thing that that doesn't include in it a beautiful source, which I feel needs to be interpreted by music. Mm -hmm. Probably specifically.
2: Yossi? Um. Yossi? Ah, it seems Yossi's phone's going out. We'll see if we can get him back on the line in one second. He told me his headset might be going out. So let's uh, let's go into another song for a couple minutes and we'll get back into the interview. Let's see, this week is, uh, as we said, it's Shabbos Shira. Definitely one of the things we were discussing during Shira, uh, during this week's Power Show is, of course, the month. And when the month fell, the Bnei started to keep Shabbos. So uh, here is Leif Tahar with Moshe. Song talking about Moshe, Moshe getting the Matana of Shabbos from Baruch and we'll get Yossi back in the line in just another few minutes. Again, Moshe Laif Tahar on com. to go back into the interview with Yossi Green. Mm-hmm. Thank you, ZK. Yeah, Yossi, you there?
7: Yes. So we asked the question, uh, the before the technology failed on my end. Yeah. But you were. So I was <laughs> starting to answer the question about what I love him. So right. I'll tell you what happened with Alan Levin. What I'm David, who I was telling you is one of my close friends and one of my one of my real inspirations because I've seen him. I've seen him grow. As an Yisrael Hashem, not only as a singer. Besides from music, there is that other eighty percent of Yisrael David that people, not everybody knows, but I, proud that I do know. And I've watched him. I've watched him struggle through life with 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 um, and with growing, with learning, with with with, with davening, And I I've, I've seen it happening. We live a couple of houses away from each other. We observe each other on Shabbos. Right. And and so. He's a very inspiring guy to me. Now, in order to get to my house, I have to make a right turn on the street. I get to a T-junction, and I have to make a right turn onto my street. Now, he lives right at the T, which means that when I make my right turn, if I would go straight, I would drive straight into his living room. Right. So many times, the most beautiful thing is he's either showing up from, he's either leaving that moment when I come home from work at night, or he's arriving, one of my nicest moments is that I'll park the car, I see him outside, he sees me, he gives me a million-dollar smile, we get out, we talk, we talk about, um... He we talk about... Rarely do we discuss music, strangely enough, we discuss about things that we learn, things that are we excited about, whatever. That night I had a very difficult night, I, I don't know what it was, it was just a difficult day. And I'm coming home and I'm tired, and he's. happens to be standing outside of his house at the time, and I lower my window and I tap and I say, uh, and he says, what's going on? I said, oh boy, I'm in the mood for Mashiach, I told him. <laughs> he said, really? I'm always in the mood for Mashiach. Yeah. I said, why don't you park the car and come down and let's explore it. <laughs> so I parked the car, I went down into his basement where he has a studio, and um, we took out a safer that he had, we opened it up, and we found this Mashiach Medritch. And I'm reading this message and I'm saying to so myself, My goodness gracious, Mashiach has arrived already. He's standing on the roof of a base Famidash. Imagine all the incredible, incredible uh, happenings that have to take place until Mashiach is actually standing on the roof of a third base Ahmidus and talking to Khalid Mashwali's soil. So and he is convincing he's still in the mood, he's convincing Twali so that he's arrived. So that looks like this message and he says, you know, It's strange, you know, to him, Aminim, Aminim. Why wouldn't they be Mameen at a time when he's already here? Why would people not still trust? So I said to Mordecai, when, when, when the people have been in Golot for thousands of years, and the last time that they remember clear, open relationships with their Ravon was the second day of me, thousands of years ago, and since then we exist literally on the hope of the prayer, Imagine, imagine, it takes a little while, it takes a little while before the people actually, it's like, it's like you pinch yourself, is it true? Did Mashiach finally arrive? So I said it's a limit, who is on Kali Yisrael, who even though they waited so long to the point that he would have to be convincing of us, even though we still stayed faithful and we still stayed hopeful and we still continued raising raising Jewish families and pushing pushing forward another generation. And, and I started crying. And I looked at this letters again and again, and I sat down by the piano, and that my the song I love him
2: came out. Wow. I mean, it, it, I like your answer, you know, about before, how you said it's not something happy or something sad that makes you right, because, you know, a question that I had for you was, you know, with the terrible storm that, that, that hurt many communities. I mean, financially, you know, people don't have places to live you know, Baruch Hashem, everybody was okay, you know, nobody got seriously injured, but I was like, I was going to ask you, you know, did Yossi Green try to write a song about what Sandy did to the Jewish community? But you just answered to me that it's not about a happy feeling or a sad feeling.
7: I'll tell you exactly, I'll tell you exactly, if you want to know what the process, how I'm processing Sandy, I had a very, 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 I have a huge, huge challenges from Sandy. I have it, I still have it today. I, I, unfortunately, uh, not unfortunately, but fortunately, I happen to live on the water. On the water, I'm surrounded by water. I wasn't to Obama Cool. Not Obama Cool, I would call him a psychic. Okay. Okay. Uh, Obama Cool, people throw that word around too easily. But he's there. Uh, no, he's got a psychic, and he looks at me. He looks at my pit, and He says, "What is this about you and water? Are you a, are you a pilot? Do you are you a captain of a ship?" I said, no, why are you asking that? He said, I you 24 hours. I see where you're sleeping. You're sleeping by the water. When you're working, you're working by the water. What's mm-hmm. going on? And I was shocked because I realized that, you know, some of these guys really see stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I explained to him. I said, no, it's what happens when my business is on the water. My house is on the water. Anyway, being that I have such a beautiful view all the time, when Sandy came along, it hit it hit me very hard. That I lost probably, I lost my business for a, for a while. Now we're now slowly bouncing back. I lost the house. We're slowly bouncing back, you know. Mm-hmm. During that time, every once in a while, somebody silly would come along and would say to me, "Yossi, you writing any songs about this?" And I said, "That's from the Brundishlug like, songs. I, I don't know. I'm gonna. I don't know how I'm gonna where I'm gonna get my next paycheck from after all these years, and I don't know how I'm gonna have my family, and how I'm gonna get their clothing back, and how where well we're gonna live. I lived in the basement, and and uh, by a, a very wonderful gentleman." Heshi Jacobowitz, if anybody knows him, I mean, I owe a better gratitude, and I will keep talking about it until, I'm, until I until I can talk, Shem, no, so you're, I you're in it. the
2: neighborhood, I didn't even know you are in the neighborhood by yes, me.
7: Yes, I was there, actually, for six, seven weeks, anyways. Mm. The point is that what I did feel during Sandy, which is much more incredible than music, it's much more inspirational than music, right. is I felt the love of Krali Searle, I felt the leap shaft of Krali Searle, I felt the Ravainen I felt and, and, and there, I, what it brought to mind there was a beautiful statement made by Shlomo Melech in Shira Shirin that, that's called My Robin La Sahaba Great Hello? Great waters shall not extinguish shall not be able to extinguish
3: mm-hmm.
7: the, the, love that, that, um, the love that that the love that the one Shlomo has for us so that's the lyric that that is sitting in my head I am not I'm not writing it yet. I'm not there yet, but uh, if, ever, if I ever write a song about this, it will be based on, on this lyric. Uh-huh.
2: Um, let's see, we got a couple other questions for you. Uh, Shimon R says, in all these years of composing songs, can you name one song that made you cry and one which made you laugh? Mm,
7: okay. That's a good, good question. Oh, a song that made me cry. Well, most of the songs that are that are meaningful and that are that are you know that are not rhythmic, most of them make me cry. Mm-hmm. When I'm writing the song, I'm always crying. always always when I'm writing the song, I'm crying. The problem is usually when it gets recorded. that way, If I cry, I cry for different reasons. But that's <laughs> not that's not the point. Right. As far as a funny song, um, I wrote a song Pen Pen. Which definitely made me laugh. Was, and I wrote and I, I wrote a song, um, I'll, 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 what do you call it? Uh, definitely made me laugh. That is one.
2: And Pen Pen was on Yumi I
7: will tell you, Dagum and I did not make me laugh. Dagum and made me very thoughtful.
2: Interesting. Uh, Pen Pen was on Yumi Lois' album, right?
7: Pen Pen, yes, yes. Right. It's an argument, it's a dialogue between God and the Mithriam. Mm-hmm. God of the Egyptians.
2: Um, music drinker says he doesn't believe that a song can just pop into your head from one second to the next no such a thing a song never
7: ever ever popped into my head
2: he said, he said he believes that when you actually sit down with a singer that you actually have some tunes that you prepare to give over to him is that true?
7: No, never. What a new singer, mm-hmm. or the first time I'm meeting a singer, mm-hmm. or when I'm, when I'm in the middle of work already. I, I, I would say either.
2: Uh, no, the first time you meet a singer.
7: No, the first time there's no such a thing. No mm-hmm. such a thing. I I, I I Why would I write? Why would I, why would I? First of all, I don't have any prepared songs. Mm-hmm. I don't have any songs. I don't have any. I don't have an inventory of songs. Okay, I, that's one of the. I always find that strange that there are people that have. Inventory. Oh, you heard this? Oh, you played this for somebody? Oh, you played it? What does that mean? I mean, I, I usually sit down with a, with a person for the first time and I listen to him and I try to understand what he what, who he is, what he's about. And, of course, I'm much older and I'm not going to take a mature experience of mine and try to foist it onto a young singer because he's going to sound ridiculous. He looks like he's wearing somebody else's coat.
2: Mm-hmm. Um... I have a message here from Shia Ilowitz. He said, I should tell you that his favorite composition is Menucha Vesimcha, that him and his family sing every Shabbos from Double album. From Double album.
7: Oh, that's beautiful. Back in the Thank day. you. I happen to love that song. That song, if you want to know what that song is, there was a, there was a very great Gera composer name known as Yanko Talmud. Sure. And Yanko Talmud...
2: What? I said, sure, everyone knows Yanko Talmud. Yes.
7: So, so when we grew up... So every once in a while... Uh, somebody like, I uh, what David, Werdiger, Mandy Werdiger, they were big Yanko Talmud people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and naturally, they grew up, their father made famous most of the Yanko Talmud songs that we know today, and so on. So they would chant the yeah, Yassi yeah, but could you write a Yanko Talmud uh, uh, style of song? So I wrote two songs in that in that genre. One of them was, one, one of them mm-hmm. was, and the other one was, uh, let me remember what was the other one, the other um, was one, and the other one is a brand new one that's coming out on a Remy Roth album called Mhm. Uh
2: As a matter of fact, I actually played an uh, Avrami uh, Roth song off his debut album, which you said Mona Mona put out, right?
7: Which one? Which one yes, that one. But that was a long time ago. That was a a well. Was, see the problem with that album was mm-hmm. very interestingly that 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 Avrami Roth was a very young boy with a very sophisticated musical ear. And as was Mona, naturally Mona was uh, Mona was very 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 far far ahead in his career. And the problem was that Rod's fans were still young people that were still developing an ear. Right. And what happened was Rod jumped. He jumped a generation with his with his singing and writing, and that's a gorgeous album. But was not appreciated by his fans because their fans were not they were with older people. So a couple of older guys heard it and they said, "Wow, this kid knows how to sing." Mm-hmm. But the younger guys felt that he was just way over their heads, so it, so that didn't happen. Now, hopefully, everybody's more ready.
2: Got it. Um, Hillel Kapnick is asking on Twitter, he says, How should a singer get in touch with you if they want to meet and discuss compositions?
7: What do you mean? If he wants to sh- show me his compositions, or if he wants to sit down with me and talk about talk about possibly writing for him?
2: I think more the first one.
7: To, for, to show me compositions?
2: Yeah, to get your opinion. I have no, I, I,
7: there's no point in showing me a composition. It doesn't do anything. What am I going to do with a composition?
2: I guess uh, because you had that composer's workshop, you can tell a composer if he's headed in the right direction or what it's missing, if it's missing a, a okay. bridge or something or whatnot. I'll tell
7: you, I'll tell you what I, what I, what I, what I do. I did the composer's workshop. Right. I did it for people that, that were composers who had already been successful composers, and who kind of were getting stuck very often, and they kind of wanted to know if I could do some advising. So we did one, two, three, and four. We had twelve guys who were who were composers. Some of them wrote great songs, mm-hmm. and and that was for for purposes of practice. I I when people send me songs, I have no idea what to do with them. I don't <laughs> I don't critique songs. First of all, I have a I, if I have a personal taste and I don't like a song, let's say, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything, and it could still be a great song. I can have a personal taste. So to ask another composer, what do you think of my song, It's, it's silly. Now, okay, and if, if, yeah. if, wait, let me, I'll make an offer. I'll make an offer on your show. Yes. On your program, I'll make an offer. Okay? If you were to get together a group of 12 people who are this kind of level, that have written, they want some guidelines, they want to show me one song, they want some direction, and you would organize it. I would gladly meet with them at my home for one night but i'm not I don't want to do this for one for two because it's it's just it's just endless. Mm-hmm. I would do it if you got together a group of twelve people, I would do it to to uh, you know I would do one night to see if I could do something for these people.
2: But you're saying they have to have sold the song already.
7: No, well, they not sold the song. It kind of it brings out like what came first, the, the chick, I the egg. Right, I mean, huh? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm saying that they have to be vetted by somebody because everybody wants to write music and everybody wants to write songs. And right. It won't be fair to some of the people that are more advanced that are going to be part of this new group, so to speak. So... Such a group has to be vetted. Yossi, if you want to vet such a group and get together 12 people and make an appointment with me, I'll gladly, gladly, gladly host an evening like
2: this. Well, you heard it here. We have it on tape now, so we're going to have to see what happens. Absolutely. You still have tape? Digital tape, yeah. Oh, digital tape. Okay. (laughs) Um, Shimon R. has a very good question. He says, what does it take to produce a full album for one singer? Let's say, Shragi Gestetner. When you're producing Shragi Gestetner, what are you looking for? In yourself, meaning if most of those compositions are yours, you know, do you, do you look for certain styles, or is it just about what's good?
7: I, I don't understand. I think that the person asking this question still thinks that an album is triggered by a guy like me who finds a great singer, and like like there was a there was a show called "The Star Is Born." Mm-hmm. That's not the way it works. It's usually a guy like. Shragi Cassette, who is an incredible singer, very talented guy, and he comes to me and he says to me, Look, I have a budget. This is I want to put out an album. I need to do it for Taklas. Because I'm already working two two nights a week, every night, at different weddings and different shows and so on. If I did an album I can get it up to three, four. I'll be able to make money. I'm ready to invest money in my career. They'll come to me, they'll sit down, and if I form a connection with them, then I will get, him, I will get behind. But it's something that's triggered by the singer who pays for everything and does all, most, most of the work. There is no somebody who swoops down from, from on top and says, Wow, you are a great singer. Come here, let me make you a star. We don't do that. People make themselves into stars, and they use people like me as a facilitator to help them be who they are. Right.
2: I think the question was more in, in in choice of material for an album. How do you go about choosing material for an album that you're, you know, quote unquote, producing or it's Yossi Green presentation?
7: Well, well, uh, once they, they make this decision, right? And it's a big decision. It's a big financial decision. It usually involves getting funds from family members, from from. Um, it's a, it's a business decision like everything else. Like you're going to invest money in buying, let's say you live in Flatbush and you want to open a store on Avenue M. Now it'll cost you money to open that store, but if you have that store, then you can begin to hopefully make a living. Right. You create what's called a Klee.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: A Klee Marzik Bracha, that you can have You can have, uh, You can can have. have a business. That's what an album is. An album is not for any other bar. Of course you have money to throw out. Okay, but if you don't have money to throw out, which most people don't have, it's a very careful decision, for so the mental decision, and most of them, more than 90% of them, fail. Fail. Completely fail.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, Yassi, like, like, like somebody told me recently, Ich hab mehr Geld von dir?
7: Exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly. S- somebody who says something thats thats um, Of course, he's referring. yes, hes why he's referring to somebody who <laughs> once came to me because he wanted me. He wanted me to. He wanted a, a favor from me, and I thought he wanted a donation. So I took out my checkbook. And I wanted to write him a check. So he says, put away your money. I have a lot more money than you do."
2: Yeah, so we got one more question here, and then we're going to talk about just what you're working on. So, last question is from Der Menimer. He says, how how you, how you do you come up with the words? For example, His uh, Yatsivu, which we're going to play soon. Half the lyrics are from this week's Parsha, and half the lyrics are from a uh, couple weeks ago, Parsha, right?
7: Which
2: one? Which one? Which one? His Yatsivu. You had some Yad Rama. You had an album start That's not my song. That's not your song?
7: No, that is not my song. There's oh. Avram Free song.
2: Look at that. Yes. I guess that explains it. Okay. Yossi Green, let's talk about what you're working on. We've got a, four, a few more minutes left, and then we've got to let you go, because I know you got to work. Okay. Um, so, first of all, we said Avrami Roth. What, do you
7: want a catalog of the work right well,
2: now? Yeah, well, if people want to know what to expect in the future, what to look forward to album-wise. We got to, We got got. There,
7: are, there it. are huge amounts of projects that are in the works of there is Hashem. There is Avrami Roth, which is the most immediate. Mm-hmm. Which hopefully will be out. We're in the project of mixing. Abraham Wright for me is one of my favorite singers in my whole world. Now he does not have that; he has a unique voice. He has a a, a tenor voice, which is incredibly rare. And for me, it's it's beautiful because I've never worked with this kind of voice before. Besides the fact that he's an incredible professional, which is uh, which is wonderful. I I love new talent. I love to develop new talent. I believe I know Abraham Fried is. Incredible. And Ramon um, Habinet is incredible. And that is incredible. And Dudu is incredible. But that's all wonderful stuff. I, I want to work with new people. it gives me an opportunity to do something for somebody and be very helpful. Mm-hmm. And hopefully launch another career and another career. And I'd love to see a hundred great Jewish singers around. So I've is this one of my projects right now. Shlomi is so is doing this so what's it gonna be called?
2: No, no, I, said, I was, I was going to say Shlemy Cohen, but you went to Sudik.
7: Shlemy Cohen, uh, and I'm working with Shlemy Cohen. is a new project for me, which is very exciting. Sudik's next album is incredibly exciting. Sally, Sally Gold is, wow, very, very, very wonderful. Uh, a wonderful project that I'm up to right now. Um, the Amen. I, I, the Amen is a wonderful project. project. Um, I'm doing a kid's album, Baruch Hashem, now. I am... Constantly, I'm doing another one. I'm doing uh, another um, Shades of Green album. My Shades of Green Four series. I'm doing it with Shragi Yispechter. It's going to be called Kite at this point, for lack of a better. I'm not calling it Hartzik because Hartzik was the Daskal project. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't want to call it Hartzik Volume Two because nobody liked Volume Two or anything. <laughs> so, so. um uh, there's that, and there's constant, constant, there's a new Schwagi album that I'm working for, an, an individual album, there's a new Gertner album, yes, he put out his third and he's starting the fourth, guys, yes, 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 he is, and a new Gertner album, there is, um, and there is the Mordecai David, david project, which we're starting to, to work on again, hopefully, hopefully, wrote, I wrote him some, some incredibly beautiful songs, which he loves, Usually, when I write a beautiful song, if, if it's the other guy who I'm writing it for has to feel it's beautiful as well. Right. That's one of the problems because if I think it's beautiful and he thinks he thinks it's junk, it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> so every <laughs> once in a while, I write and he loves, and that's and that's when we have great stuff happen. And you were in the studio
2: just two nights ago, uh, giving your vocals to another project.
7: Well, they, well, what happened was there was an incredible singer who influenced me tremendously, who really, really opened up the world of English slash Jewish music form. That was Moshe S. Oliver Sholem with the Magama Duo. Uh, One day a dollar bill came floating through the air, that beautiful, neat, clean, perfect lyric, perfectly presented idea, perfect guitar playing, perfect production, Unbelievable. And he passed away, unfortunately, at a young age. And um, um, a few wonderful people decided to preserve his memory so that the next generation should know what incredible, incredible talent this was and, and to hear his music. We all know him from Zadie.
3: Right.
7: Zaidi made us sing, Zadie made us cry is one song. He has magnificent hits beyond this that a lot of people may have not heard, but we all did. And we all did, and it influenced the way we are. And Yui um, Yossi Zweig and Gershon Baroba, and I'm not sure, I didn't meet the entire team yet, but <laughs> they got together, and they... they how many songs? 20? 20, 26 songs? Or?
2: 26 or 30 songs so far,
3: yeah.
7: 26 or 30. It's unbelievable. And Hara. Every song is, is, is wonderful, and I was fortunate enough to be asked by the producers, by the family, what I should... Try to evolve myself a little bit as a singer, and and you guys out there know exactly what kind of singer I am. I have those people that love my voice, and I have those people that hate my voice and don't understand why. I Don't just shut up and just continue writing music. Yeah, there are people like that. Well, what are we going to do? But we so, found we so, found
2: the perfect song for your voice. Yeah,
7: yes, yes, yes. So they went ahead. It turns out that this Moshe uh, no, has Oliva Shom wrote one Hebrew song. <laughs> one. And they said, hey, Garrett, get green. Anyway, they got green. And, and, um, and uh, we, had, we had a lot of fun. And I felt that I was helping preserve a memory of, of a person who was so inspiring to me. I find it to be an incredible, incredible, uh, it, it, it's a privilege. I, I felt very, very privileged the other day. And, of course, I worked with Gershon Baroba. Everybody knows Gershon Baroba. But G- to know Gershon Baroba, you have to be a musician to understand, to be intimidated, <laughs> by Gershon Barova and and every musician that knows him is intimidated by it. You have to know him. So I know him. And every time I get together with him I say, Oh my goodness.
2: Gracious. Yeah, I gotta say the two of you at the piano <laughs> talking about uh, oh you're going from a B to C to an
7: A and No nah, it's not a B to C. This guy just knows it yeah. all. He knows it all. Yeah. He knows music. He understands clearly what makes this style what makes that style and he just forget about.
2: It. Okay, so y'all see people are here are saying that we're on Twitter having a whole discussion about you, but you have a Twitter account but you never answer. What can they do to get you to answer?
7: Uh, how do you answer answer? Yeah. I I'm, I'm embarrassed to, to admit in public that I didn't know that you can answer Twitter. I thought Twitter I thought Twitter was you, 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 you notify the people that are, that are following you what you're involved with, what you're doing.
2: Well, if they write a question and they write at Yossi Green, so Yossi Green should usually get an email saying somebody's saying something about you.
7: You I've seen those. I have no idea. I see, I've seen those a lot of times and I have no idea what that was. That is an actual question. Yeah. And where do I access this question?
2: Well, all you have to do is go into your Twitter settings and say you want to receive email updates. And when somebody mentions you, you'll get an email. And then all you have to do is log on to Twitter and answer back or whatnot.
7: Yeah, well, every time somebody mentions me, I have to, I have to be, I have to be interested. I mean, I have
2: to be notified <laughs> about it. That's up I to mean, to you. I
7: mean, we used hiccups when I was a young kid. They used to say if somebody talks about you, you get the hiccups. Right. So I get the hiccups very often, but I don't really, you know, I don't question every single hiccup. I was
2: discussing with somebody in shul yesterday. What was the first song you ever sold?
7: I was very lucky. They were they were,
2: ar- they were arguing. They were saying that it was on Yigal Salek's London School of Jews song. Yes. And I believe that you didn't get paid for that song. So that wasn't the first song ever sold. Paid? We didn't
7: get paid, right? We we're, were not paid, paid for songs? You you were... We you're paid. A, right. You're we a, paid. You're, we you're, paid them. We were, <laughs> you know, we... we we you? paid them. We wanted We wanted them to, to use our song. We would do anything. We would cook for them. We would bring kugels and chalas <laughs> to them, and we'd send them shachmonas. <laughs> Please use my song. Please use my song.
2: All right so the first song you had was talk on, on the London School of Jewish song by Yigal Salak. Yes,
7: yes. I was very fortunate. I had a very interesting, in the Parsha of Vayichi, there's a Pasha called Ba'ani, Bevoi, Nipadon, Aram, which was a very, which everybody knows my issues with Ba'ani, because we used to get, it was a very tough week for us. We used to get a lot of patch by the mm-hmm. So, So um, so, and, and, so I have a song called Chagachat by which yeah, I wrote the album, right. Which means I got patched by the And uh, But one day after I wrote that song, I realized something fascinating. That the first song that I ever wrote, that first gift that I got from the Ravishwad, and I wrote Cold Arama, which was from the Rashi, which I got the lyrics from the... You know, and I got the lyric out of the Rashi on the Annie. So from that point now, I say to everybody, <laughs> I got patched by the army, but I also got presents by the army. Right, because right. Cold because was recorded that same year by New York School of Jewish Song, by Pich <laughs> Eir London School performed it all over the world. And solo people sang it everywhere. It was, that was the first song really. And I, I couldn't believe it. It took me, it took me a year, two years to really believe that that, that that people weren't just humoring me. I used to think that, sure. I would to the concert, they're singing it because somebody told them I'm here.
3: Mm-hmm.
7: I didn't believe that anybody really liked that song. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh. How many callers marched down to that song? I would go to a wedding and I would be by a copa and all of a sudden I would hear Kovarama and I would get the chills. And, Who's you doing? Who's choosing Kovarama? And it turns out that it was, a, it was a caller that was marching down or a husband that was marching down. Mm-hmm. Was amazing, amazing feeling.
2: Yossi, I want to thank you.
7: You're very welcome.
2: I can't wait to bring you did on. I dodge, did I dodge any questions? No, you didn't dodge any questions. You okay, that was the deal, up. right?
7: The deal was, you can ask me anything. That's
2: right. Um, if well, people, whoever, whoever's,
7: listening, whoever's listening to this, <laughs> Yossi's <laughs> wife asked me before, Is there are any questions that you'd rather not answer. And Yossi agreed to respond, answer, then it's not going to be a good interview if right. I tell you well, what I you're I not allowed to If you start doing that, then the people are going to feel that we're not candid and they're going to tune off
2: so I want to thank you, and I think you said the best way for people to get in touch with you is through your Facebook page, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, I, I answer,
7: I answer my Facebook page. If somebody asks me a question, I mean, somebody keeps on sending me uh, um, somebody about, when am I going to donate for his cause? Well, obviously, that's not the kind of thing that we answer. Right. Please don't, don't ask me for donations on Facebook, please, whatever you do, okay? <laughs> but if you have a question about something, when you ask me, I definitely look at Facebook, I I, uh, I look at my Facebook account, and I, I, I keep in touch with with. I have children all over the world. I get, to, I get to find out about their lives, and they get to send me pictures and so on. on it. So, yes, I definitely am an active
2: Facebooker. Okay, Yossi, I appreciate it. We're going to play you out, because next week is, uh, when they get the time, we're going to play out with Nassim and Nishma Omru off of Eighth Note, okay? Oh,
7: wow.
2: Mm, good choice. Okay, Yossi, I <laughs> appreciate it. Have a great week. Thank you. Yossi Green. Hakel off the Moshe Skyr band and their second album, Jews Keep Rockin', available now, world premiere. I, I implore you to check out the Moshe Skyr band, and of course, Dave's updates was right before that, it was Nachum Stark, Achas we have a fan in, all the way in Australia. Gedalia from Australia writes in that I love your show, and uh... I have never, uh, he hasn't, you know, we, we, he says we play a lot of stuff from the 80s and 2000s, and he hasn't heard the song in a while, Could we play some Nacham Stark? So there you go, Gedalia, shout out to you in Australia, you know, we love hearing where our, our fans are from, so if you're a fan of the show, write in, we'd like to hear where you're from, I'd like to thank Yossi Green for calling in with an amazing, an amazing interview, we're going to close the show with Mika Moicha from Aryeh Kunstler, our eyes are upon you, this is Yossi Zwag and you're listening to The Z-Report at NachumSiegel.com. Zari Kunzler with me, Chamoicha, off his album, Our Eyes Are Upon You. like to wish everybody a fabulous weekend. Don't forget this week is Shabbos Shira. That's right. We split the yam and we go through it all again. Um, that's it pretty much, ZK. ZK, I want to wish you a safe flight to Florida. Thank you. And please bring back some warm weather. It some warm- it's like I'm telling somebody this morning, I don't mind the cold, especially like this because it's fresh and it's healthy. Keep it cold till March do 81 weeks, 60, 20, 30, 40. Everyone's getting sick and Shmuley's cracking up at me. I'd like to wish everybody a fabulous week. Remember to keep it tuned here to the Nachum Siegel Network for more great programming. Up next is a spin class, politics of Michael Fragan. It's a replay and after that, the Israel show at Mayor Weingarten. Of course, if you're listening to this on Sunday, there is none of that. There is whatever else is next. Till next week, this is Yossi Zweig wishing you a wonderful weekend.
3: Report. Mm-hmm. The V-Report The V-Report